Hey, everybody. This episode of Box Office Breakdown is brought to you by the fine people over at Blue Apron. Now, food and movies go together like hand and glove. Uh, and whether it's a snack or a full-course meal, Blue Apron has you covered because they are the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission? To make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Now, Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. And as a result, seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarian Seafood Watch, and beef, chicken, and pork come with responsibly raised animals. Produce is also sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. So now, folks, if you look at it, cooking is a communal experience, and cooking together builds strong family bonds. Research, Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. And if you're wondering about how you, how you can stretch your budget further, well, no worries, because those who spend a lot at restaurants or high-end grocery chains can now spend under $10 per person for an incredibly delicious meal. Now, just look at some of the meals that you can get if you get together with Blue Apron. You can get spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and uh, furique, pork chops and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach, or mushrooms and chipotle pepper enchiladas with lime sour cream. That sounds amazing. Now... Let's face it, folks. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. And so look at this, folks. You're getting less than $10 per meal. You get a wide variety of new recipes every week. Uh, You can choose those yourself, or you can let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Uh, And recipes are not repeated within a year, so you're never going to get bored. Variety much like everything, is the spice of life. And uh, the, you can customize your recipes each week based on your preference. So if you want to switch things up, you want something a little bit more spicy, you want something a little less, Blue Apron can take care of all your needs. And each meal comes with easy step-by-step instructions, uh, and you can, they're pre-portioned ingredients, so each meal can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Now check out this week's menu and get the first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash box office. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes, and to create incredibly home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So why are you waiting? Get going right now. That's blueapron.com slash box office. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're breaking down two top titles, films there in the top five. One took place in a galaxy far, far away, Rogue One. The other one took place in a, uh, at a time lot, not long ago, 1969. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. This, of course, is the show where we gather every week to look at the box office that was, and then we like to... Is it... Prognosticate! Oh, my word. That was incredible. Yes, Quinn Skillian. Yeah, yeah. We prognosticate. It's Sunday night, people. Wake up! That's right. We are... Our uh, new day and... Our new day. Yeah, our new, uh, yeah, our new our night, new same night. time. Well, same night, night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same time, different night that we're on Sundays now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just ready to start your work week off with a hot box office talk. Mm-hmm. I'm running your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Hey, guys. My name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. I'm Quinn Skillian. You can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. And, of course, folks, you can always like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We will have the chat up and running in just a moment so you guys can interact. We love hearing your thoughts about anything in the box office uh, that was this past weekend or anything that's uh, on your mind about any films coming yeah, up anything, really. Whatever you're yes. thinking. What's going on in your life? We want to know. There you go. What you have for dinner? Yeah. Chime away. Quinn is curious. I want to know. 
Yeah. So I was just about to say what I had. And I'm like, oh, that was rhetorical. No, no, no. Car- <laughs> Caroline, please go ahead. Take that Actually, moment. now you got what, me. Yes. My what did you have? What did you have? I had a bison burger and uh, asparagus. And oh, that sounds delicious. I, yeah, I've been doing a lot of cooking. So if you guys have my Instagram pages, I am taking. I found a lot of great and uh, easy recipes. That I've been putting on my that's so fun. Instagram account. And I uh, love a good flu- food blog. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and you brought that food to eat here tonight, and yet I did. Mm, oh, I, I didn't share it with you. Oh, I'll make some. St- oh, you want me? I'll bring food. No, okay. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine, Caroline. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, we've got the chat running, and we're going to jump into the uh, the top five this week mm-hmm. at the box yeah. office. Uh, now, uh, Caroline mentioned it on Twitter. I just want to give her a shout out. She really nailed. Mm-mm. Yes, uh, hidden fences. No, it's just a joke about the Golden Globes today. Everybody, it was a uh, yes. that was a little rough. Was that Let a joke? Oh, well, that no, was no, both people, Michael accidentally. Keaton and I think uh, Jenna Bush on the re- on the red yep. carpet. We're oh, accidentally. It's a little it. bit of a yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. no, um, guys, we we talked about it last week, and I want to point out some of you commented on the video how, um, and I want to clarify too because I'm like, you're not wrong, but you're not quite right. Uh, Frank last time didn't include Hidden Figures as a top five for the weekend because it had already come out. So it wasn't quite a um, new release the same way that we normally do. So that's why we didn't really include it in our top five selection. But it is definitely one that should be included because clearly it was number two at the box office. And I found an article online and retweeted that and how that was... Um, took kind of, not necessarily by surprise, but definitely took the box office by storm. Absolutely. Uh, it had just almost came close to mm-hmm. dethroning our uh, champion that's been up there for the past few mm-hmm. weeks, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Quinn I, uh, is excited about talking about Rogue One, because uh, I know you were there opening night seeing that film. Uh, I, I, I didn't see opening night, but I did see it this week. Yay! Oh, look at that! And so I was, I contributed to the uh, 20, uh, $21 mm-hmm. million dollars there. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of feelings about Rogue One. Okay. I think it was such a blast. Okay. Maybe on the long side. And I think that where what I really appreciated about it is that it kind of felt like watching, you know, the first original movies in the sense that, like, you weren't sitting there trying to, like, really reference all the other movies in while you're watching it, which I think kind of happens now with all the other ones that have come out. Like, you can't um, really watch... You, you mm-hmm. really get to feel like watching Star, Star Wars in a vacuum. Like, you got to just kind of, like, enjoy the world without having to constantly, like, you know, okay. relate it to everything, everything else. But I think, like, where that kind of... What you kind of had to take away, like, what, you, what kind of made that... I don't know. I think, like... <laughs> dang it, what am I trying to say? <laughs> The, um, Started good. Started no, I, good. Yeah, no, I'm I still you. here. I'm still here. Yeah. Like, there was, like, and then there was, like, a balance where, because that was really, really cool, mm-hmm. it was a one-off, so you weren't as emotionally invested, which was which was what the, the, the kind of payoff was there for that. So I think that that's kind of okay. what made it, like, but I gotta say, I thought, stylistically, it was so 70s, so fun. I loved, the CGI was insanely good. And it was, uh, in uh, yeah, I, I think all, as a whole, it was about as much fun as you can have in a movie theater, for sure. Cool. Nice. How'd you like uh, seeing young Carrie Fisher? That was cool, right? I mean, I thought that was like, it was really, really well done. We had mixed feelings. Uh, I, I felt for hers, it was short enough that it it still looks weird to me. Of course it does, but it still yeah. is like, I mean, it's like a feat in but itself. But it was short enough that it wasn't so bothersome, but the other character where it was mm-hmm. constantly yeah, shown. Yeah, it, it was, you couldn't really, you like, couldn't really unthink about it. I think yeah. that that's definitely true. I was like, that's true. fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, wow, it's really, really cool, yes. but I definitely was like noticing it. They're happy you're back. Hi, guys. Look at that. Uh, what was cool is that uh, Nightline here in the States, they had a story last week about how they did the effects work for that, how they recreated Peter Cushing 
mm-hmm. and a little bit of Carrie Fisher for that. And it was really cool just seeing the uh, the, the the actor who had the big huge wig yep. and the and the motion capture dots all over his face and how Wait, much. Where did you see that? It's on Nightline. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And what they okay. they uh, the cool thing is that they got in luck because uh, Peter Cushing was in Top Secret that Bill Kilmer. Val Kilmer mm-hmm. comedy, and they had a pro, uh, face mask made for him because they had made a that prosthetic one. That is so form. funny. Mm. So they had one that was uh, very similar to you know that you know, a lot closer in age to when he was uh, mm-hmm. doing yeah. that role. Yeah. So it was cool they were able to scan that in and use that as a template yeah. to kind of rebuild his face. I do. I definitely agree though that you know you didn't you didn't not notice it. Yeah, and, and that and like it really depends on but if you, that's gonna be something that makes you like really like a movie, or if that's gonna be something that pulls you out of it. Well, you know what's funny though is like you can because it's a human face and you know what it's supposed to look like. That's why it's more bothersome versus uh, seeing like an alien face because you go, well, that's not right. Yeah, but it's something we don't know, so we don't care. But seeing the human face and it's just a little bit off, you're like, yeah, oh. it almost reminds me a little bit of the the. Um, the Christmas, what is the the express with the train? Polar, Polar Express. Polar Express. You brought that one where up. Where it's like almost kind of just like, why not just make it with people? <laughs> yeah, that one um, wasn't stylized. Yeah. yeah. Can we make the chat font a little bigger, please? Need some uh, bigger glasses. But either way, either way, you know, it's always just there, fun. It's oh, always not fun that big. Almost. To watch a Star Wars movie. It's exciting. It's That's always good. good. Thank you. Maybe not Star Wars Lego, but... <laughs> come oh, come on. Uh, but you say now we live in a world where pretty much every year we're going to get, like, a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you... Gwen, are you excited about it? You didn't no, seem No, I'm not. I mean, like, listen. Come on. I love Star Wars. I don't... I, ne- I... You know, I've said this a million times about how I feel about these trilogies and these never-ending sequels. It's... The one thing I'll be curious about is after uh, episode nine comes out, how are they going to are they going to continue the story past that? And if so, is it always going to be in the form of trilogies with the main story? Oh, true that. Okay. Or will they just break off into just you know like single stories, kind of continuing past episode nine? I mean, they're just going to keep making money. I don't know. Yeah, Star Wars universe is amazing of how many like offshoots there are. Mm -hmm. Like there's. There's animated movies, or uh, like drawn ones. There's computer animated. Mm-hmm. There's comics. There's books. There's just TV so sh- TV show they had going on. Yeah, didn't they? yeah. They've got uh, the Clone Wars. They've got yeah. Rebels yeah. now. Yeah. So there's tons. Yeah. There's so much out there. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm so conflicted on this all the time. Yeah. And it's so interesting to see like a franchise that I I mean they had that expanded universe which is mm-hmm. basically just in novels and comic books that Dark Horse done and done. fan films. Yes. That too. Uh, mm-hmm. but then basically just doing this whole mm-hmm. kind of reset with Force Awakens and just kind of mm-hmm. erasing all that expanded universe and just starting again from uh, scratch. Yeah. And kind of building out. So kind of interesting that you take that huge chunk and Start away. The stories still exist, and people can enjoy them. But in terms of you guys, them, is anybody else getting a little sick of the Death Star? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want the Empire and whatever films come up next to always have some kind of spherical object that takes yeah. out the oh, enough yeah. of that. Enough it's of the like, spheres. Yeah, a little bit too much. Guys, uh, please, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yes, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but as we're talking about space uh, and moons and things mm-hmm. like that, uh, why don't we talk about hidden figures? Oh, good just, job being number two. Look Woo. at that! Uh, it came in twenty one point eight million dollars from Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am Which excited to see barely. this. Barely Star Wars. We need to say Star Wars is only at twenty one nine seventy two versus yeah. Hidden Figures twenty one eight hundred seventy two thousand like, dollars. Very close. photo finish there. Yeah. Yes. So good so, job. Uh, have you have either of you seen it yet? Not yet, but I want to. No. Really bad. I am excited to check it out. Uh, I haven't had time, but I want to. No, I yeah, we we saw a little like kind of nod to that in Timeless. Yes, so, that excited was so to see fun. a further in depth exploration yes. of that story. Uh, and uh, coming in at number three, Illumination Entertainment and Universal's Sing, uh, 19.57 Was this million. perhaps a, the box office bet? 
movie by any chance? No, no. our box office bet is still to come. Okay. No, I was wondering about when it came out. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't here that week. Because that seems like the kind of one that the people in the chat would really want us to see. <laughs> <laughs> thing. Yeah. Our, um, what we had talked about, I was like, maybe I'd watch it like when it's free. I'm not going to watch yeah, it. In fact, <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't even, uh, as we're talking about box office bet, for one second to do a tangent, uh, I had I lost the bet to go see Office Christmas Party and never did talk about that. Oh, uh, did you see it? Yes, I did go. I, I, we honor our bets here on the on we box sure office. sure do. Sometimes it takes a couple weeks, but <laughs> uh, later fact, if you miss it. Yeah, I mean on iTunes, you know what popped up, and there's oh. Max Deal. Max Deal is ready. <laughs> oh, if, your, is it actually there? It's there. It, are oh. we talking a two ninety nine rental fee or a six ninety nine rental fee? Well, right now it's I think it's available just for purchase. Uh, but then within a week or two, it'll be available for rent. Mm-hmm. I know. I gotta see. All right, I gotta see it. I know that. <laughs> well, I never saw the. There really will be no more excuses. Medea's. <laughs> Halloween one. I never saw that one. Boo? Yeah. yeah. A Medea Halloween? Don't worry. Yeah, the, the, I missed we haven't that. forgotten either of the chat. Oh, okay. No, I Yeah, know. we're coming for you. We're coming for you, Carrie. Holding us responsible. And, uh, Holding us accountable. for Valentine's Day to recap <laughs> Boo Medea Halloween. That's a perfect uh, perfect time to recount that other holiday special. Oh, okay. Yes. Fine sure. family fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Office Christmas Party mm. was just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what you expected. You've seen the trailer. Uh, you, you know, you're just like, okay. Was it funny? Did you laugh? Uh, or was it not your kind of humor? Because that's the problem with a lot of comedies lately is like either you, it's not necessarily maybe they're bad or good. It's just sometimes it's a certain type of humor that some people just. Like, how was Jennifer? Uh, she was fine. And I mean, I, I'm a mm-hmm. huge Jason Bateman fan, so okay. I really enjoy him. So it was cool. I mean, I'm always happy to. It wasn't an unpleasant experience, but you're just yeah. watching and going, all right. Cool. All right. Okay. That was that was time. That was time spent. It's not terrible, but it's not Isn't like it weird when you oh think about gosh. the fact that they have to film those Christmas movies in like August. That's right. You know, uh, yes, October. I did yeah. background on Mindy Project one time, and we had to wear our coats in a hot yeah. Los Angeles. Especially because LA is uh, warm, even in you know <laughs> year any, round, any man. time of yeah. year. Uh, so now we get to uh, number four in the box office, which was the subject of this past week's box office. There you bet. go. That is Underworld Blood Wars. How do we feel about thirteen million for that? Do we feel like it delivered or under delivered? It, it com- seems kind of weak. No, it's weak the other because ones, the other two were in the mid twenties. Yep, all the uh, the previous three all landed between twenty one and twenty six million. If we didn't yeah. have a Star Wars movie in the box office right now, I feel like we would have seen that number be pretty high. But if I, I just feel like everyone is like, Maybe. ah, I still want to go see the Star Wars movie. If you're going to go see an action movie, you're probably going to go see that one. Touche. Yeah, that's very Good true. Good point. Yeah. Uh, it did bring in $13.1 million. And <laughs> according to our box office bet, uh, I went with $22 million. I think I had higher, yeah. Twenty-six. It's all right. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Oh, look at this! Excited. Uh, (laughs) I rewatched the first one, and then I own the other two. I have never seen an Underworld movie. I've (gasps) seen them ever, but you know what they are. Yeah, of course I know what they are. Well, I I, they have a really good behind the scenes featurette stuff on the unrated. I don't know if they're on the regular rated version, but the unrated version, and then they talk about like how, which I do think at that time it was a pretty cool like new vampire type of movie that. I mean, I still enjoyed it rewatching it now, but it wasn't quite as like, wah. But when it came out, it was the like, oh my goodness, like a Matrixy vampire movie. Because some people are like, well, in the comments on IMDb, people are like, oh my gosh, it's so much like Matrix. I'm like, well, it's kind of around the same time period and the style ish, which I see that, but I'm like, but no, very different. But this kind of feels like it's in this weird pattern we've been seeing lately about like these movies that were pretty big like 10 years ago, five years ago, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like kind of like a little too late, we're getting like another installment, and it's kind of it's like, a little bit late. Where's, yeah. the, where's the excitement about it, you know? Well, because it was five years between, yeah, so, uh, uh, but we've two seen, and three. I mean, how many of those have we seen like in the yeah. last couple months, like you know, with oh, Bridget no. Jones and whatever else? Oh, yes, yeah, it's very bizarre, yeah. 
And then technically those numbers would be even shorter because they had the third one. They had Rise of the Lycans in between there. That's true. So. Where I think she has like a cameo at the end. Yeah. Doesn't she? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I felt like the, I felt like the series never, and I, I'd love to know the behind the scenes process because I feel like Scott Speedman, whether he was not interested or he was not available or oh, they wanted to right. just, they didn't um, care about his character so much, but he seemed so integral to the plot and yet they had to keep taking him away for whatever reason, whatever real world reasons. I want to know what the real world reason is as well because I looked and he never did anything else huge on his credits later. Like I kind of would understand if he had like some other movie and he got huge and then he's like, eh, I don't really want to do that again. But he not really. Yeah. His credits are just a couple other random little meh things, you know. Um, oh, someone's mentioning Resident Evil. Yes, I'm seeing all those too. <laughs> yes. I own those as well. But those ones, I'm like, oh, I'm happy to go with that franchise. But People in the chat keep talking about Passengers. Did anybody see that? No. Uh, I didn't see it. I, We're not seeing it on the box office either. Which, no, it, it, yeah. it did go underneath uh, number five. Kind okay. of dropped. Womp womp. Uh, yeah, which we thought it was going to. Open Christmas Day, right? Oh, yeah. there you go. See, good point. So someone put up in the chat that Celine, yes, the main character is a badass, and the, but the love story has always drag, dragged it down for a bit for me. In rewatching the first one, there's actually not that much of a love story at all. And only in the unrated version is there a kiss between her and uh, Michael in one little scene. And that's the most romance that happens between them. Um, I mean, they kind of have a chemistry going on, but there's no passionate kiss. In the unrated, like, if you look, there's different cuts of these that you're like, wait, why are there different ones? Mm -hmm. Um, But she has one quick little kiss with them, and then, like, that's it. So it's just more she wants to know why do the Lycans want him and, like, learning about that. And they have a connection, but Mm -hmm. it's not like, I love you. You're all that means to me. Yeah, it just so, seemed like as much as they built up his character to be so important. No, but his character was very important. Yeah. It would be great to continue that, but then they don't. So then you're like, mm. yeah, I'm like all right, what's going on? Yeah, got yeah. it. True that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, coming out number five, running out the box office is La La Land uh, I feel from as Lionsgate, ten million dollars straight up. World of word of mouth has definitely pushed that one up. Yeah, have you guys seen it? Yes, I have. Not yet. Mm. What did you think? I loved it. You know, I watched a bunch of, I got a bunch of screeners. No, Quinn's connected, guys. So I'm uh, pretty cool. And I watched a bunch, and it's funny because, like, La La Land was one of the ones where I knew I was going to like it. Mm -hmm. I knew Mm -hmm. already I was going to like it. I went in liking it. I thought it was Mm -hmm. so great. It was this wonderful little hybrid of, like, an indie movie and, like, a musical. It was, like, this little kind of, like, baby thing that Mm -hmm. was, like, really, really sweet. And it was just so quaint and it was just like it was simple and I was really nervous that it was like gonna be like Emma Stone being like really Emma Stone it was gonna be like Ryan Gosling being like really Ryan Gosling but it wasn't they were like so so in it and they were in the world and it was sweet and it wasn't overdone it just was like a really nice story and it was it and I liked that they weren't these like um, I, I thought it was really great that they weren't these like amazing singer dancers you know what I mean because like it wasn't this like huge production it was just freaking quaint loved it uh, for right. one, just one side a second uh, what is uh, Ryan Gosling being very Ryan Gosling like uh, Brooklyn he's not even from there you know what I mean but he always like talks like he's from there <laughs> and and he wasn't he was he was so you know because like I you kind of feel like the uh, the actor will precede the part but they just they didn't they it was really great and I think they do they work really work really well together and I thought you know they kind of had you know a lot of it was kind of like nice little realism and then they would kind of go into this kind of very surreal kind of like homage to you know 19 kind of 40s musicals and all that and I thought it was I just thought it was a really really good nod to it while also being really modern it was cool yeah, it's like, I am so mixed in how I feel about that film. Uh, Wait, you did see it? I did see it. Oh, okay. And so part of me was like, yeah, there were some nice touches to it and the way they executed certain ideas were cool, but then I also feel like uh, it's a story 
That's a very cliche story. Yeah. But I mean, it all depends. I mean, but every story's been you know. Told I do before. think it, it was matters. interesting tonight at the Golden Globes and being like, "We never thought we'd get this movie made," and everyone's like, "Why not? <laughs> Why did you never think because it's a get it made? modern musical?" Exactly. I guess. Maybe. I mean, but like the the opening scene with the highway is so cool. But again, yeah. going back to what I was gonna say is like uh-huh. with Lolly, like I kind of knew I was gonna like it, so I watched it. I'm like, yeah, I liked it. But then like with Arrival, which is a movie that I actually was supposed to watch for our bet, yeah, and I was kind of like humming and hawing over it, and I put that thing in the DVD player. And I swear to God. I didn't blink. It was so freaking good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. It was that wonderful kind of thing where it's an alien movie that isn't even mm-hmm. about aliens at all. And uh, I, I, yeah, I just I thought it. I thought it was really. I, I know you thought it was really slow. I thought every every beat was so full, so purposeful. Everything was done really, really well. Really, I just thought it was really sweet. Loved it. So, were you with uh, ahead of the movie about what the the hook of it was by the end of it? Uh, uh, no? uh, no, like a little bit, definitely, because I think kind of going into it, I was watching for one. Um, but the way they revealed everything, I think, was done very, very smart. Hmm. Hmm. I, I for me, I just felt it was a little too long, and I got frustrated that it was like I know what the hook is just. You should know it too by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. get that. I get that. But you know, it's a whole thing. It's like, what are the aliens doing here? No, what are we doing here? You know, that whole idea. Yeah. I, I just, I, I liked it. I just felt it was very meh. I just didn't like dislike it, but I didn't like it. I just felt very unsatisfied when I left the movie of like, well, all right. Maybe I was just pleasantly surprised because I was going well, in. I was going with my, my expectations are very yeah. low yeah. of it. So obviously, like, I was going to. Uh, they're pointing out Ryan Gosling did do uh, Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, and did you buy Jeremy Renner as a physicist? Um, I actually liked him better in that than I ever liked him in any really? of the <laughs> But do you feel... I'm sorry, anybody, Jeremy, I'm so sorry. Anybody could have been that role, essentially, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I could have been, I yeah, been I any, guys. That, yeah. I could have been the physicist. Oh, my gosh, why weren't you the physicist? I don't know, guys. Gosh, I mean, Frank. come on. Talk cast me. Come on. Cast me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, segueing into our international numbers, I, again, leading the charge across the world was Rogue One, a Star Wars story, adding another $56.6 million in the fourth week there. What is Disney at? What did they make? Uh, $8 billion last year? Yeah. Uh, including $31 million from China, and that lifts the international total to $437.1 million. And uh, the global, $914.4 million. Yep. The one billion mark is coming Good into clear Disney. review. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about Passengers. I know you named Jack oh, there for go. a second there. Yeah. Did anybody uh, see Passengers? I have not seen I'm it. I'm very no. curious. I haven't heard actually any word of mouth about this either. That All I've no. heard I've is I've seen some right bad right. interviews yeah. with Jennifer Lawrence, but I haven't yeah. seen any. I haven't heard anybody talk about the movie. Uh, but at least overseas, it's uh, crossed the $100 million. And uh, we've also got uh, Assassin's Creed uh, got another forty five point four million dollars, and uh, so it's clearing up almost uh, it's uh, it's well on its way past one hundred million dollars offshore. And then finally, I wanted to see it. I haven't seen Assassin's Creed, but I still want to see. It, even though, see that one one I have friends who I would think would I've heard both, and I have friends who I would figure would like it, and some it's complete polarizing on that. Uh, passengers, I've only I haven't heard specific word of mouth, but all the like stuff chatter I kind of heard was like, Meh. so that's why I was like, Meh. our man with the inside word is Mark in the booth. Hi, Mark. what's up? What's up? Mm-hmm. I was actually thank you, Frank, for queuing me in. Yes, um, I would say if you had a choice between Passengers and uh, Assassin's Creed, pick Assassin's Creed one hundred percent. Why? It is a very fun sci-fi movie, whether you're a fan of the games or not, and it it has enough of a mystery and an intrigue to keep you going throughout the film. And the action is cool. It's got some cool period piece mm-hmm. sections that are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it, it, while it is ultimately like, oh, they're trying to build a franchise out of this, it still leaves it at a point where it's a, it's a good enough 
movie by itself. Okay. And I, I, I just want people to support this movie because it's it's worth it. Okay, so where did where did passengers go wrong for you then? Uh, it's really creepy. <laughs> That's what I was hearing. It's I like creepy. creepy. I like no, no not like, that, not, not that kind creepy. of creepy. Okay, okay, like, not kind of creepy. Like um, tip tip of the hat, milady sort of creepy. Oh, like, yeah. okay, the fedora yeah. thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's not, it's not a. It, don't do it. All right, moving don't, on. Don't don't do it. Don't you dare <laughs> do it. Uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, now, coming up next week, folks, there's going to be the, uh, the three films that are going to be vying for your vote for Box Office Bet. Uh, that's going to be The Bye Bye Man, a uh, horror thriller, uh, Monster Trucks, an action comedy, <laughs> and uh, Sleepless, a crime drama with uh, Jimmy Fox and Michelle Monaghan. Are you guys excited for any of these? Uh, I do want to see Monster Trucks. <laughs> you know, actually, the reviews for that have been surprisingly good. Oh, okay. It yeah, looks they fun. Say, they say it's, you know, it's... Uh, it's more for the like. It's not one of those films like kids uh, for the kid inside you as well as the kid you're taking. But mm-hmm. it's more for it's just a well done story for the kid you're bringing. So you're not going to be seeing something that's going to be like, whoa, really resonates as an adult. But mm-hmm. it's just a nice story uh, done looks for fun. kids. Like that's yeah. what I I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, that looks like fun. I like kid. It movies. reminds me of Herbie Fully Loaded. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I like the Herbie <laughs> movies. Uh, so for you guys in the chat, start taking your mm. uh, starting casting your votes right now. If Alvin is in there, I know he's always keeping track of the I vote totals. I don't think Alvin's here today. Uh-oh. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, a lot of people are in the chat chatting. Speaking of Underworld, going back to that, um, Vampire Chronicles, uh, uh, Anne Rice's stories are uh, looking to be a series, not a film, because I was reading some article that Anne Rice was like, they kept trying to make a movie, but it wasn't quite working, and her stories weren't quite working in the form of a movie that they needed more, so they're going to do a series. Um, A few people are pointing out it was, uh, it looks like maybe on Netflix, I hadn't heard the final word of where it was going to be done, but I did hear that they were looking into doing a series. So feel like Interview with a Vampire would just start to feel like, I mean, it's, you know, vampires in New Orleans, it would start to feel so much like Drew Blood. No, 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 because they're doing more uh, The Vampire Lestat, which is a very different kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't read that one yet, but uh, they finally have the rights again or something like that, and that's why they're pursuing it more now. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. It may be interesting to see it as they done as a uh, TV adaptation where they've got. I don't the know. Time. It's weird when you think about the vampire thing, though. It really feels like that was like this, like kind of burning kind of comet that burned so bright and kind of burnt out. And it feels like is anybody really excited to kind of? It's, I mean, like yeah, it's Anne Rice. I get it, but you know, we're talking about we're talking about a Netflix crew here. We're talking about people who are you know click click click. They're not going to. I don't know if they're going to be super excited about seeing you know kind of going back to where we were about five or six years ago. Like zombies are kind of the thing now. Vampires no, I think even zombies bit. are kind of Zombies are fading out. So what's the next one? That's the uh, question. Just Frankenstein monsters. Guys. Just like monsters? more and more Marvel. That's true. Oh, the more and more Marvel. Come on, more, yeah, that's right. Uh, and superheroes. Yeah, superheroes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> folks, feel free to cast away here in the box office bet are, as I said, the Bye Bye Man, Monster Trucks, and Sleepless. And before we get into picking our top five or doing a box office bet, we always like to do take an actor mm. that's going to be in one of the films coming out this next weekend and do a little retrospective of their top five opening films. And for this, I chose Jamie Foxx. He's going to be mm-hmm. in Sleepless, so why not take a look back at his top five why films? Why not? Why not do that? Uh, coming in number five, uh, Horrible Bosses. I, I don't remember him in this movie. Uh, he was the guy in the bar <laughs> that was always giving them advice. Oh, maybe I haven't. I never saw so that movie. So it's a smaller role. Uh, came out in 2011, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, $28.3 mm-hmm. in its opening weekend. Going back to the Anne Rice thing, Ren, Ren Einsburn says that, you know... Uh, be better if it was more adult and not campy. Yeah, True, True Blood's pretty campy. Yeah, yeah it depends on how they I don't think True Blood is an adult, though. I didn't think it was campy. 
Well, the beginning wasn't, but I, I see what you mean of being darker. It depends yeah. where they take it. Yeah, especially if it's not set in the current yeah. day, which is very dark. Oh, uh, being informed that there's going to be a Dracula reboot by Universal, I'm not surprised. Like, they'll choose, let's keep rebooting, guys. Let's yeah. do it. There's been long enough time. Well, I guess they, they distance themselves from, supposedly, like Dracula Untold was supposed mm-hmm. to be kind of like their well, initial test. They're rebooting this, Charmed, which but I'm now so they're confused saying by. They're I did doing. hear that, yeah. Uh,. Well, that's the thing, though, too. Like, Universal's like, well, what can we do? And I've heard they're doing the monsters. Yeah. Like, that's their thing that yeah, they're like, let's reboot them. that. Wait, when we're talking about Frankenstein, weren't they doing something? Uh, they're doing The Mummy. Oh, okay. With Tom Cruise. Oof. Okie dokie. <laughs> Coming in number uh, four for Jamie Foxx, uh, Django Unchained came out in 2012. Yes. $30.1 million. Great movie. Yeah, I like that really, one a lot. Yeah, that was really good. I would say it's not my favorite of his, but I did oh. thoroughly It was really good. It. Yeah. Uh, where would you put it in your Quentin Tarantino list of films? Oh, I don't. My, probably not even top five, but I did like it a lot. I think. I mean, In- Inglorious Bastards is just one of my favorite movies. You know what we forgot to do today, but it's okay because we didn't let Quinn know. We're supposed to. Someone in the chat. Thank you guys. Right, it was an excellent idea. We need to do a, a top five movies of 2016. <gasps> yeah, we do. We but to do you that. didn't know, so you now we get. I totally. Yeah. Totally yep. totally so to. we'll remember we'll do by next. Week. Yeah, I mean next week. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Um, we're all back. We're all back. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, Django, great movie. Yeah. Uh, number four, Due Date, uh, 2010, Warner Brothers, 32.68 million. I don't think I saw that. That was the Robert Downey Jr., Zach Galifianakis, mm-hmm. uh, trying to make it across. Uh, oh. They have to make it back in the car because Michelle Monaghan is the, having their baby. Wah, wah. And, you know, it's almost no. like a, uh, like planes, trains, and automobiles, mm-hmm. but uh, not quite as good. I do love all the movies you guys are suggesting in the chat, Collateral, Ray, and a few other ones. Sadly, they're not in our top five. But no. remember, these are what made money, not what's actually good. I feel like Ray <laughs> did make a lot of money. It's opening weekend money, though. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, some of these movies are great, like, later. Didn't he win his Oscar for that? He did. Well, uh, what do you got to do? Uh, he did not win an Oscar for his number two film, and that was Valentine's Day. For did, I don't Brothers. think anybody won any award for that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. $56.2 million. I mean, and that was one of those where they just bring a lot of characters, a lot of actors. Because they're, they're trying to do the love, actually. They yep. kept trying yep. to, like, redo that. They did, they did Valentine. They did New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, too. Yep. Yeah. Maybe another one. Uh, and number one for Jamie Foxx uh, from 2014 uh, yeah, the movie that ended up. Uh, thankfully, this movie happened because now it uh, paved the way for Marvel to get uh, get its hands back on Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man two, uh, ninety one point six million dollars opening weekend. So even though I mean that's a that's a pretty nice. <laughs> we just made faces. Yeah. Like, uh... It wasn't uh, yeah. the movie irritated me for you know, so many reasons, but. I'm just glad now that it did not do well. It's such a shame. This is such a not a good reflection of his work of his oh, body. No, of work. It is so all. frustrating. Yeah. I mm-hmm. hate it. Yeah. So that's what you guys were saying. I agree. Like we've often had this thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, <sighs> yeah. But hey, this is box office, right? We're talking about yes, that's m- right. Numbers. But then we, as lover of film, yeah. and you guys too, then we talk about the other movies that were really <laughs> good that didn't make the list. Oh man. <laughs> uh, so so far, folks, as, I, as I'm kind of glancing over there at the chat, mm-hmm. it seems to be the Bye Bye Man and Sleepless seem to be the ones that are kind of vying for our box office bet but uh, keep chumming away there in the chat about which one you want us to vote for can I say be... that if I lose and it's bye bye man I'm gonna have to gracefully bow out you coward I won't see it because it's horror go, go see with which your roommate John yeah. and have him mm. describe everything that's happening that's too intense when you close but your eyes he's a scared too are you <laughs> kidding no, John's John a bigger wuss than no, I am make John watch it make John watch it uh, <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, so sorry. Folks, I know I'm so lame, but you know, I have I'm to love, like, I have to put myself first. All right, guys, think about Quinn uh, when you're making this bet. So, you know, remember, we want to keep us all involved. And so, I lose a lot of bets. Yes. So, there's always a pretty good chance I'm going to so, be the one. So, think about it, folks. You Use your best judgment when you're choosing this. Thanks. Uh, I, uh, so, th- think more sleepless, think more monster trucks. Think maybe perhaps it was less like by a sleepless man. in Seattle. Oh, maybe maybe the <laughs> well, sleepless is. is a crime drama. You can do those. I yeah. would totally do sleepless. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but while you guys are casting your votes, we are going to do our, oh, our predictions for next week's box office. Mm. Uh, of course, we've got Bye Bye the Bye Bye Man, Monster Trucks, Sleepless entering the the arena, uh, and then of course we've got Rogue One, Hidden Figures, Sing, Underworld, Blood Wars, and La La Land. So, to uh, where do we think our new three entries will do in that top five? What's going to get? Pushed I wanted off? to. I wanted to um, make an excuse for myself because I really I don't. I'm looking at this list, you guys, and I have no idea what next week is going to look like. Like I can't even begin to fathom what kind of numbers we're going to see next week. So I just wanted to say I have not been really in the box office game lately. I've obviously been paying a lot more attention to the award movies, so I'm a little out what? of practice. Quinn is is doing this by heart, not by my <laughs> mind. So she's letting her heart do the do the talking right now. I so think go it's with your more heart. just me like closing my eyes and just mm-hmm. throwing a dart. Go with your heart. Mm-hmm. Quinn. Go with your heart. All right. Uh, so uh, Quinn, what I know you, uh, you I, I loved watching you before the show, just kind of writing down <laughs> everything, which is cool. Cool. I love when you get your, into your rundown. Yeah. So let's hear it. What do you think? I'm gonna go for number one. Hidden Figures. I oh, think, nice. You know, after I think we won some awards tonight, I think I can't really remember. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that that's, um, you know, it's only in its, what, third week now where Rogue One is in its fourth. Yep. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's going to do well. We're going to go Rogue One second, Sing third, Sleepless fourth, Monster Trucks fifth. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, Remember what Carrie I said, Lane. though, before I said that list. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Carrie Lane, what do you think? Um, I agree. I think Hidden Figures is going to go up. Um, number one, I think Rogue One will still stay around, be number two. Um, I think number three, I'm going to, you know, throw it out there. Let's put Monster Trucks there. Cool. Oh, um, interesting. Because cool. Sing's already been out, and yeah. Monster yeah. Trucks is a family film. Very true. You know, family films do really well. Definitely. Uh, and then I'd say for number four, um, horror movie. We haven't had to go to horror. We haven't had a horror movie in a little bit, so maybe Bye Bye Man there. And Underworld will be five. I just think that we're not seeing. I know there's no big names in Bye Bye Man. Like there's no there's no star power there. No. I'm, I'm doing it as a curveball. Yeah, which is I'm why like I'm having those thinking it won't guys. do as well. But yeah. if you also think like Don't Breathe, I mean, not really huge actors in there either. Yeah, that's and true. They did really well. That, no, that's definitely true. Yeah. You know, I mean, like we've seen these horror movies do so well these last couple oh, yes. months. Mm-hmm. It's a shame Richie's not here. That's his uh, I know bread and butter. That is mm-hmm. bread and butter. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hidden Figures. Also, Star Wars mm-hmm. Rogue One. Ooh, this thing. Mm, Three, four, man. five is the hard part. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Bye Bye Man. Ooh, no, do I think? Yeah. Well, man. I think we can all agree. No, we're I not seeing I'm, big no, numbers next week. No, I think I'm gonna go with uh, number three. I'll say Sing, Monster Trucks, and La La Land. There you go. No mm. sleepless. I think La La Land's going to get some bump after, especially the Globes. It did yeah. really well yeah. today. Yeah, you know yeah. what? You're so right. So I think it could then, stay um, on number And it's five. still in theaters everywhere. I mean, like, because it had, it had a little bit of a soft opening, and now it's everywhere. What's the... Oh, man, I'm totally blanking on the name. What's the one that won a lot of awards? Um, Midnight Moon... Moonlight. 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 That one, I was wondering if that would bump up now, too, because that one's had so much good word of mouth. I mean, it won, it won best, uh, best Picture tonight. So that might Spoilers, also bump up Spoilers, Quinn. 
Now, oh. some of us are, you know, handcuffed to After Buzz all the time. <laughs> Listen, they I don't even feel bad about it. Get with it or get lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right, folks, we've reached the time where we're going to do our box office bet. Uh, in the chat, I saw some votes there for... Uh, bye bye man. I saw some for Sleepless as well. Uh, I didn't really see any from Monster Trucks. Me neither. So, uh, I saw one. Uh, you know, and so just because we want to make sure that we oh there's, oh, Monster there's Trucks. one for oh there I we go. I saw two Sleepless. for bye bye man. Well, that was a guess. Bye bye man. Yeah. Real quick, guys. First, first one. Put it. Type yeah. in which one we should do. I'll be like, first one. Jamie go. Hubert says, number one, Rogue One. Number two, Hidden Figures. Number three, Sing. Number four, Bye Bye Man. Number five, La La Land. So we're keep, we're, yeah, I think a lot of people think that La La Land's going to have some legs here this next week. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I mean, Monster Trucks is outputting on 2,800 screens, and Bye Bye Man's 2,300. But we don't have a really good horror film, so I could see that I maybe. I think that one But I also it. don't think it's the time of year for, I still feels like kind of like Christmas. Doesn't, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that, the early fans gen- does not. Yeah, yeah. No. early yeah. January is a nice little new horror down. movie. Oh, let's go see it. Yeah, I'm just curious, like with Sing and Monster Trucks, if they're gonna kind of uh, cancel each other. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they'll flop there of mm. each other. That is. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right. You know, uh, we're just gonna make the call here. Uh, nobody's chimed in. Uh, here we go. Uh, Quinn, you're you're back. You're new. Uh, which of these films would you oh, rather? There do? we go. First person says sleepless. Oh, sleepless. There it is. I was gonna say it. So there let's you do go. It. We're doing Sleepless. Thank you, Jimmy Legion. Fox, Michelle Monaghan, opening from Open Road Films, 2,000 screens. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. everybody, we're going to enter our little mm-hmm. on our special numerical devices here, what we think that film's going to do this week at the box office. Did a couple of us not say it was going to be in the top five? Though? I said it was going to be four. I didn't oh, think it was going to be in the top five at all. So our numbers should be very different yes. than Quinn's. Uh-huh. Uh, right, what did Sing do last week ago? Uh, it was 19. 19. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. So. Here we go. I'm going to say. I'm going to oh, say. Oh, man. So so close to getting monster trucks. All right. So what do close. you guys think? Uh, All right. Mm-hmm. Quinn? Eight million. Whoa. <laughs> oh, you, well, you're doing all the numbers are going to be low. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gotcha. At first, I'm like, whoa. But uh, five. Oh, I want nine. <laughs> so I'm in back. the middle. Yes. Yo. Oh, oh, I'm not seeing it. All right. Yes. Oh boy. All right. I could have a date with Jamie Fox. What, <laughs> what a dream come true that would be. Oh mm-hmm. uh, boy. All right. So why couldn't it have been? My, I should have mm-hmm. done monster trucks. Should have done monster trucks, guys. <laughs> Did you? You would rather see monster trucks over a sleepless? Yeah. I think you know, so. Uh, maybe. I think I'd rather see that. I just. Which one is shorter? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like how yeah. much time do I have to spend? I just uh, I don't know if I'm going to be one to yeah I just don't uh, I don't know mm-hmm. uh, like some people were mentioning in the chat it all depends on Jamie Fox can pick some really good projects and then he can pick some not so good that's projects that's true so I just don't yeah. know what Sleepless is going to be you know which one I really liked was him and the one with Robert Downey Jr. when he played Collateral the, no, no that's the not cellist or uh, oh yeah um, oh. I, I'll never remember what it was called but I thought it was really really good <laughs> you guys know which movie I'm talking yes. about I could IMDB it but I'm not gonna <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking too. I have like a visual of the cover, and I'm like, uh, nope. strings. It's called I, strings. I find myself thinking about it kind of often, so I think oh, it must really? really stay with me. Oh, all right. Yeah, Didn't interesting. See that one. I uh, I like to see uh, just Quinn's life, where she just has this moment where she starts thinking about that movie. She's just <laughs> yeah. out somewhere. Literally, I should probably give it a rewatch. <laughs> I like. I might people. hate it if I watched it again, so maybe I shouldn't. Uh, uh, a couple people chimed in. They said seven and ten for uh, Sleepless. Okay. 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 So you want somebody went higher than you. Seven and a half. This movie will stink. Sorry. Oh, seven. Oh. Well, I said five, so my guess was worse than yours in terms of not do so well. 
But again, like, this is really one of those weeks where, like, it's anybody's it's, game. Oh, well, yeah. No, it's totally, uh-huh. oh, no, no. Yeah, suggested saying 7.5. Uh, and then, Sky yeah, because uh, all oh, the soloist. Thank you. The soloist, yes. yep, that's what it's called. Pretty good. The, I guess the question, too, is how much will the awards affect theater going? Because there are the people who see the Golden Globes and, like, oh, this won an award. I want to go see it if they haven't seen it yet. And totally. then there's other people who don't care at all. I kind of feel, it kind of feels like we have, like, these, like, little small, all of these, all of these really kind of smaller movies, the, the art movies, indie movies, kind of coming in, and then you have, like, this one big Rogue One, or you know what I mean? So it kind of feels like you have, like, one thing that kind of, like, pile drives over, and then all the other ones are just kind of, like, picking up a couple million here and there. Mm-hmm. Well, for the two of you, how much does uh, award buzz mean to you? It, does it matter? It's like, oh, I've already, it was already on my radar, regardless of whatever the award circuit's saying. Oh, no, definitely. I think, like, it, it, once people start talking about it in terms of, like, when we're, when we're talking about, you know, best, best, picture, best picture of the year, like, maybe if I was thinking about it and then it's got that talk, I'm like, well, now I have to. You know, I mean, definitely the award the awards talk absolutely influences what I watch. I don't care at all, but um, because there's so many movies that I've said before, said again, excellent movie gets no awards, and then there's horrible movies that get awards. Because there's a difference between a movie that, like, it did something to merit an award, but versus personal entertainment that you enjoy it. So 100%. there's a huge difference. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's like, all of a sudden a critic. That's the worst part um, about award seasons. All of a sudden, everybody has an opinion about... Uh, da, 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 or it's just they did good advertising and people saw it, uh-huh. and there's that too. Um... But I think the thing is the awards brings it more on people's radar if they hadn't thought about it that much, you know? So they're kind of like, oh, yeah, this one, like, I like that the awards get people who maybe it wasn't on their radar go, oh, I hadn't heard about this one. I'm going to go see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like, I like, I think we got a really good bunch of movies this year. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll give Sky Patterson a big thank uh, thank you with a great (laughs) shout out. I know I'm no Richie Sky, but uh, thank you so much. For the, uh, for the truth, I'll, you know, I'll take whatever I can second. get. No, a yeah. distant, a distant <laughs> eighth to Richie Sky. Well, you know what? Even <laughs> you know what? Just being in the same conversation as him is <laughs> by far all I can ask for. And Sky Patterson starting twenty seven seventeen out positively by saying it's going to be a bloodbath for movies. <laughs> Thank you, Sky. Love that as well. So. Well, another person was talking about how uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of the indie ones are doing well. And I like that. That's been great because then it is, uh, you know, these not necessarily copies and remakes and like we've seen it before movies are getting more traction mm-hmm. and winning awards and people are seeing them. Like Moonlight, come on, look at that. Yeah, like that's not a regular movie that most people would be like, yeah, of course, we want to go see that one or even heard about it. But because it's getting so much traction, people are like probably see a film that they wouldn't have normally checked out. And to get even like nice and political about it, it's a movie that's about like a a gay black kid. And Mm -hmm. it's great that people that like it's getting buzz and that's going to get people to go Mm -hmm. see theater. And that's how you make change people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, folks, that's going to do for this episode of Box Mm. Office Breakdown. But of course, folks. You can always subscribe to us uh, on iTunes. Give us those sweet five stars. Uh, like us on Facebook. Give us those uh, sweet five stars, as I mentioned, on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And thanks so much, everybody, for having you in the chat. Mm-hmm. We love having you interact with us during the course of the show. If you want to continue the conversation about movies or anything in general, uh, if you want to find out what Quinn ate for dinner uh, <laughs> after the show's over, Quinn, where can they find you? <laughs> it was um, pizza. Oh, All right. Nice. You can find right. me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can add me on Snapchat at Quapchat. 
<laughs> I just think it's adorable how you say it, that you're just like, hey! I got my little bundle. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E, and a quick little shout out to Paper Ronnie for this awesome scarf and tank top. You can check him out on Instagram, and then I'll post a little thing on Twitter on how you can get a little bit uh, discount on them, too. Oh, Ooh. nice. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Good Jackie. Folks, we'll see you next week for another episode of Box Office Breakdown Woo! here Sunday nights, 10 o'clock. We'll see you then. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.